Warning! The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! about dicks in the mix you got the desk not telling you where it's at Stephen gord oh my lord bowing down to bone bat podcasting your asses in nerdy massive classes speak the speak of the geek to all the internet masses take your glasses off the set i'm dropping bombs on your dome in your home pull your bootstraps up it's time to burn chrome dirty jokes from the nerdy blokes chewing on them kirby loads of that quirky counterculture wrapped up in their wordy show b-movie holy men wombat metalhead politics amen independent artist friends renaissance casters of the full fan spectrum nonchalant notables break through the bedlam of bullshit quick wit crickets of the populace walking with some romulus rolling prime like optimus Father always give you uh, vicious little monsters for a present. Well, there's never been a slower boat from China than the one my baby's on today. I'm sitting by the bay, another foggy Christmas day. And here is where I told her I would be And here is where I choose to stay Till some future foggy Christmas day Well, there's never been a slower boat from China Perhaps it foundered and was swallowed by the waves And there it stayed Another soggy Christmas day Must be the salt and the ocean in the air That drives my frantic thoughts this way I'll not be bothered on this foggy Christmas day I never should have left her in Hong Kong into foggy San Francisco runaway I should have given her that ring I brought along And booked her passage that very day But there's never been a slower boat from China Than the one my baby's on today I'm sitting by the bay Another foggy Christmas day I told her I would be And here is where I choose to stay Till some future foggy Christmas day
should have given her that ring I brought along and booked her passage that very day. Oh, but there's never been a slower boat from China than the one my baby's on today. I'm sitting by the day, another foggy Christmas day. I told her I would be And here is where I choose to stay Till some future Foggy Christmas day Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 183 of the Bone Bat Show. This is Steve. And this is Gord. How's it going, man? You know how it's going, Steve. It's going great. You know, it's going pretty damn good because the uh, 10th Bone Bat Comedy of Horrors Film Festival, a.k.a. Bone Bat X, is a go. So we're pitching a 10th? We have funded. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we pitching a 10th? Is this one of those traveling road shows? I guess. <laughs> yes, it's funded. Our Kickstarter funded. In fact, we pitched it, and people bought it, so That's, that's what you good. said. I didn't hear the TH the first time. That's why it wasn't funny. <laughs> I laughed. Pitching a tenth. <laughs> it's what we do. So, anyway, yeah. The film festival has funded. We are definitely going to have one on April 11th, 2020, at SIF Cinema Uptown in Seattle, Washington. And we're pretty jazzed about it. We are. The uh, Hollands and Hollands Mortuary Entertainment Consortium will once again be joining us in Seattle, featuring the music of the Pine Box Boys, Lester T. Raw's Graveside Quartet, Gentlemen and whatever Jimmy. they choose to call themselves next. Yeah, they, who knows? But uh, they're going to be joining us. That's who actually we opened the show with. That was Lester T. Raw's Graveside Quartet with another foggy Christmas Eve from 2014's Graveside Quartet Sings Your Children to Sleep, an old favorite of ours. And uh, there's more where that came from as the show continues. But uh, I'd like I'd just like to say thank you to all the backers who fired in with their support over the last month. Uh, it has been harrowing, as I mentioned previously. We've got the biggest theater that SIF has in this building, and uh, we, our costs had gone up, and uh, we were kind of nervous about being able to make this goal. And uh, the backers came in and made it happen. So well, we're going to give the people what they want. This is what they want. We're going to give it to them. That's right. Bigger theater. We are thrilled to present more awesome Bone Bad X. But before we present anything. Gord. Yes, Steve. What pisses you off, man? Steve, let me tell you. It's the holiday season, right? People are feeling the, the spirit. Holiday season, yes. Yeah, they're getting their Christmas on, and they're accessorizing. Sometimes people are wearing little fucking bells in their clothes. They're wearing little jingly jangly bracelets. And if you want to wear your little jingle jangle clatter crap on your person, that's fine. Stop wearing it to concerts. I'm watching a lot of symphonic, a lot of orchestral type music this winter for reasons that are obvious. 
And I swear to God now, three times now, I'm watching something. It's a quiet part. And there's some lady, like two rows in front of me, every time she shifts in her seat, jingle, jangle, jingle, jingle, jangle, clang. Because she's wearing some goddamn fucking jingle bells because it's Christmas. Knock it off. Trying to listen to the show. Oh, my God. That's Go take your funny. holiday spirit elsewhere. So you would think that our concert would be the exact place to wear your most musical jewelry. No. What if you want to shake along with the music? Don't. It's like singing along at a rock concert. I I don't have a problem with that. If you want to wear your hippie bells and crap, go see Fish. (laughs) Were they like ankle castanets or what exactly was... I'm not exactly sure. One woman, like, they were part of her sweater. I don't know if she if they, if it came from the store that way. If she fell face first into a Christmas tree. I'm not quite sure what happened. Second woman was an older lady, and it was on her wrist. And I was having the debate with myself, like maybe she's really deaf and she can't hear this. She's she's an older woman, but it was so loud. It's the only thing you can hear in the theater during like a rest, and when she like moves to gesture at her grandson to sit still. What if it was like a bear bell? (laughs) Would that be okay? Because you never know when you're going to get attacked by bears. You know what? I would accept bear bell. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cowbell, no. (laughs) But a bear bell's just fine. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. And bear spray. (laughs) You know what kind of pisses me off? What, Steve? During the holiday season. What the fuck with the the stuffed antlers that people put on the sides of their car in the windshield so it looks like their car has little fuzzy horns? It doesn't look like their car has fuzzy horns. It looks like they're an idiot. (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking. (laughs) But, you know, I I don't know why people do that. It seems like, A, granted, you know, we live in Seattle, so pretty soon your antlers get wet and look like shit. They don't last very well up here in in the weather that we have. But, uh, yeah, I've never understood that. It just seems kind of annoying that, that people do that. How about the red nose some people stick on yeah, the front I've of their seen car? That one. that one also sucks. Yeah? Yeah. Why not go all in? Just, like, do a little uh, deer tail on, a, on the back and a, and a deer butthole while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, why not just purchase an enormous zipper and furry suit for your car? <laughs> Don't don't suggest it to these people. Just an enormous you, furry zipper suit for your car. Someone's already doing it because of what you just said. It's going to become a thing. Be careful, though, when you stop if you touch the zipper because it's hot being that close to the muffler. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about again? <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Maybe we should listen to a tune. Yeah, because I'm vaguely aroused. <laughs> Speaking of that, this I've is got a the really weird. Box yes? boys from their... Uh, their Merry Christmas single a couple of years ago. This is called Saint Eclipse. Merry goddamn Christmas. I am coming through your chimney. I've come to take your toes and I've come to take your fingers. You've been very naughty, but you never thought to worry. Santa wouldn't hurt you. Just leave an extra cookie. I am not that Santa. I do 
not offer presents. I never come into the homes of good and mannered children. I am gaunt and thin beneath this suit of black and sackcloth, and I only dine on fingers and the toes of naughty children. On Christmas, just a little after midnight, I always save the knuckles to suck on through the winter. I ride in on a sleigh drawn by eight enchanted wasps. I hide behind the Christmas tree and peer out through the bridge. When you fall asleep, I will creep up to your bedside and I will take your fingers. My keen and shiny scissors. I will climb out through the chimney with my little bag of knuckles and call my wasp one by one as I fly out through the blackness on sharp brood, on cognail, on rat shroud, and dust shade, on drool gut, on cut maw, on ghost bone and tongue blade. Fly through the ash of the charnel house chimney, feast on the eyes and hoot in the gloaming. Eat hearty, my wasp, eat hearty. You'll not dine again till next Christmas. Crimson geysers are gushing. They will choke at the sight as you whisper, I'm sorry. <laughs> Once again, that was the Pine Box Boys with Saint Eclipse from their Merry Christmas and Have a New Year single from 2011. You can't get that one anymore. Nope. You can only hear it here. So, dude, why don't we talk a little bit about what we've got lined up for the Bone Bat X Festival? Okay. So shorts. Us, oh, yes, go on. Shorts. We've got. Hours and hours of shorts from around the world. Now, you've already immersed yourself in comedy horror short films. I have. I have watched uh, 3,968 hours of shorts. So, are are you noticing any themes this year they're repeating? Often that's the case. Yeah, there have been a couple of themes. Uh, One was a theme we saw a couple years back. There are a whole bunch of them. And then these guys... Sort of revisited, but did a better job of it. Um, I've, I've noticed the theme of, like, the first six months of the year, I couldn't find any flipping good shorts, and I was really scared. <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, they started popping up again. So, I don't know if filmmakers just took a big break or what. But I've seen madcap animation. I've seen, like, deeply uh, sad, touching stuff. I've seen... Uh, scary scary stuff seen some wonderful new 
I, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a sort of riffs on what uh, what are out there in terms of like YouTube videos, certain themes of things. That, oh yeah, people watch dozens of those. It's a whole genre on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's been twisted into something to watch that's horror comedy. Nice. Uh, and really, so, some really, really out of left field ones where you think you're watching one thing and then pretty soon you're, you're watching something else and you're going, what in the hell is going on? But I guess nice. we get that every year, don't we? Thank you, Spain. <laughs> yeah, Spain. What the fuck, man? Seriously. <laughs> well, uh, now's a good time, I think, probably to announce our first feature for the Bone Bat Comedy Force Film Fest 2020. Let's we do it. so thrilled from uh, director Aaron B. Kuntz out of Texas. We are going to be offering up the Seattle premiere of Scare Package. It is a film anthology. Actually, we first heard about this from Chris McEnroy, who is the director of such shorts as Bad Guy Number 2, Death, Death Metal, Metal, and We Summoned a Demon. Uh, he mentioned it a couple years ago when he won the uh, jury award at our fest. And uh, mentioned he had a segment in Scare Package. So it's an anthology film with uh, seven segments, seven different directors, no working cell phones anywhere in the movie. And uh, also Anthony Cousins, who last year directed the Bloody Ballad of Squirt Reynolds, also has a segment in this anthology. So really great, fun film, uh, horror comedy, just like you like it, uh, is perfect for this festival. It really is. It's splattery. It's goofy. It made me laugh out loud. It's it's gross at times. It's uh, kind of set in the 80s, isn't it, Steve? It absolutely is. And it even has an amazing cameo in it that we're not going to spoil here because it's not spoiled in the marketing. But uh, you guys are going to It's that person. It. Oh, my God. You're going to love it. You're going to love yeah. it. You're going to go, what? That person was in? the. And it's got Rad Chad, which, I mean... <laughs> He runs a video store. You're going to love this guy. You can't wait to meet Rad Chad. You don't even know who Rad Chad is yet. Remember video stores? Aw. <laughs> uh, Those were the days. Those were the days. So what else we got? Of course, uh, we mentioned them. You know them. You love them. The Hollins and Hollins Mortuary Entertainment Gang, uh, including the Pine Box Boys. Every time they come to town, they blow our minds with a couple of great sets of music. And uh, I have every expectation that this year will be no exception. No exception! It shall be awesome. Probably some horns, some guitars, some scary music. You're going to love it. Absolutely. Uh, Art-wise, we have something brand new this year. We're actually keeping the art in the family. That's right. My cat is doing the art. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, no? My daughter, Alex Holitz, your merch girl for years and years, is actually doing the art for this year's poster. Uh, we are totally thrilled to be working with her, and uh, she's got something special cooked up. We're going to go back, all the way back, vintage animation style for our two-headed skeleton mascot. It's going to be very cool. We're super excited and uh, can't wait to spring the art on you. It's going to be fun. And our uh, two-headed skeleton mascot still has no actual name. No name, no clothes this year. So ah, that's right. I don't know what that's about. Bone hanging right out. <laughs> Many, actually. All, all those bones, really. Uh, what else do we have this year? Uh, luxurious seating at Civ Cinema Uptown's largest theater. 
Yeah, the front two rows, actually, if you sit there, Steve will give you a butt massage. I won't do that. Oh. But, uh, it, it might be the splash zone, you know, if you're that close <laughs> to the pine box boy. Wait. Oh, I thought we were talking about you. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, the sweat from the band. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I was saying. Okay. Hey, speaking of uh, wet stuff. Yes. Yeah, you can drink beer. You can drink wine. Either, both, you can mix them together while you watch. That's right. If you are of drinking age, you can get your drinking done while you watch the Bone Bad Comedy of Horrors Film Festival X. Yeah, that's one of the the benefits of having a festival at SIF is that you Yeah, because if it's like a 12-hour long festival, you need to get your drink on. That's right, you know. I might even start in the morning with a coffee or a cup. You might. And then get a beer and then a wine. You never know. The options are not limited, limited. but certainly, <laughs> certainly bountiful. The options are limited. They're good options, but they're not <laughs> limitless. Of course, uh, by the time you hear this, the whole thing will be wrapped up. So I hope you've got your tickets for this the whole show's Kickstarter. Back. Not the whole, you know, you'll still be able to get oh, yeah, tickets. Right. Uh, when do we usually do that? February 1st, uh, we will go on sale with uh, regular tickets. And uh, those will be on sale uh, as long as they're available up until uh, about 10 days before the fest. Then we usually uh, bump the price. Sell out. One more time. So uh, with any last tickets, those last minute tickets that are available. Uh, But in the meantime, as you can see, we already, I mean, we've never had a feature locked up this early in the game. So that is new for us. Uh, We've got a lot of cool stuff coming and uh, we look forward to sharing it with you. Aye. So, let's listen to a, a tune. Yeah, let's. Uh, what are we going to listen to? So, Steve, yes. I was hoping... Um, I'm not going to do a Gord's Weird Stuff this time around, but I was hoping yeah. we could listen to The Widow Paris by yeah. the Pine Box Boys. Actually, that is a uh, Lester T. Ross Graveside Quartet tune for you, ah. those of you playing at home. Yes, that. And the reason is because one of my sons, who will rename... One of my sons, who will remain nameless, because we still haven't named it. We shouldn't name that kid. Uh, he used to think the lyric was, don't scratch your crotch on the side of a tomb. <laughs> Which is actually a better lyric, Lester, if you're listening. <laughs> nice. I hope he sings it that way at the fest. I hope he does, too. Well, here you go, folks. The Widow Paris. Posted a check for St. John's Eve, a little has no henna in my head. Just to be sure, I got a joker up my sleeve and a Roscoe for getting out of there. If I have the way, and if I have the means, and if I take my home tonight. Get as far as we can from a New Orleans Put a Frisco in our sight Don't scratch your cross on the side of a tomb And don't do like you've done before Don't call the name of the widow Paris Or she might come to your door Thank you. 
degree And Ma gave to me I got a pistol that I borrowed from Paul I got a seat at the best game in town With that rich guy from Arkansas I got debts that are catching up for me And I got devils that are stopping my way got a notion someone put a spell on me and I thank Lord I forgot how to pray don't scratch a cross on the side of a tomb and don't do like you've done before don't call the name of the widow Perry's voice it might come to your door If you ask me, it's a voodoo queen Who's driving me this way Gotta get away from a New Orleans And a bayou ain't far enough away I'd feel better if I made the Philippines Or at least as far as Frisco Bay Uh, once again, that was the Widow Paris from Lester T. Raw's Graveside Quartet and their release. Again from 2014, Sings Your Children to Sleep. Once again, you can find their music at hollandsandhollands.com. All right, uh, you got any multimedia triage this week, Gordon? Despite watching shorts a lot, I have made time to see a few movies and a few things. I watched on Netflix, The King, because I wanted to see some guys like slap at each other with swords. I've been reading a lot of armor and sword play kind of books lately, and I just wanted to see someone get poked in the eye, maybe with an arrow. Anyway, The King is on Netflix. It's streaming. It's uh, supposedly the story of Henry V, who, as I'm sure you know, 
fought at the Battle of Agincourt and kicked the French's ass. And that's the, you know, climax of the movie. It's pretty cool. If you want to watch a swords and armor kind of movie, it's a pretty cool way to spend some time. The final battle is really, really super gritty. It's it's a very cool battle. Um, not exactly the way I recall the Battle of Agincourt going, but close enough. When you were there? What the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was, was there in a previous to, life. That was totally a weird way to say that. It was like, <laughs> uh, when I was there, I seem well, to you know, remember I, Tim did a lot of the carrying of water. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I was a mule at the time, carrying a bucket of apples. <laughs> Which later we would put with mulling spices. As was the custom of the day. A young haberdasher owned me and sold me to an archer. I don't know. A mare, six pence. Pence? We prayed for a pence back in those days. We got a bag of salt and we liked it. No, from, you know, it's one of those battles like... You know, Thermopylae, you just kind of know about by being alive in the world. And so... <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, that. But still, very, very cool. I would say, watch The King. Speaking of watch, you and I are both watching The Watchmen. Who I guess it's just Watchmen. Watchmen. Who, who watches The Watchmen? Stephen Gord do, that too. <laughs> Shit, why didn't <laughs> they ask us earlier? Has two thumbs. <laughs> Four thumbs. <laughs> Stephen Gord. Watching The Watchmen. Uh, so great, series. really, really Holy good. Holy shit! I have to yeah. say, for my money, it's a seven-episode first season. The sixth episode, which I know you just watched, for my money, is maybe the best hour of television I've watched this year. It was just fucking amazing. Yeah, it was so so very good. Just it was one of those things where I really didn't expect it. I expected it to be a good hour of TV, but it was like a whole other level. It was like the free churro episode of Bojack Horseman last season where you watch it and you're just like afterwards, like you don't even want to talk. You're like, wow, I, what did I just see? And that's saying yeah. something because the whole season has been good. Like it starts yeah. out on fire and continues. And so you don't ex- really expect an, an episode to elevate way above the level it had been. But you know what? Good. This is, but this fuck. is not a happy series. If no. you're battling depression Maybe give this series a miss. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's not quite the Joker, but, you know, it's in that neighborhood. It certainly seems to fit the world we live in right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it was. It's it's good. There's a, There are a lot of things that tie in to what's going on in the country and things that are, you know, throwbacks to the original work, really. Like, really well done version of, okay, we have this graphic novel. Where do we go from there? And... Man, it seems seamless. Yeah. For something that doesn't involve Alan Moore at all, it's amazing. And because I'm completely ignorant, I didn't realize Trent Reznor was doing the music for this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching it, I'm like, wow, this sounds so much like something Trent Reznor would do. Yeah. Well, a lot of times it has like, you know, old timey tunes and things that fit in with the different periods, but then occasionally you'll have like the. <clears throat> Oh yeah! I wanna like, fuck you like it. No, they don't do that. They don't. They do that don't no, they don't do closer. Like a blue guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, way to derail that segment. Jesus Christ! Uh, what else? Uh, big, big budget movie. 
but I feel like I should just mention it because oh! it was really fucking good. What? Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. Yeah. See that movie. See it in a theater with with good sound, and uh, and watch it. It's it's a chunky history. If you're into cars, you probably know the story. But it was it was interesting the way they they figured out who the villain was going to be because it's a story of how Ferrari dominated these races and Ford you know came along and said you know what we're going to win these races we can beat Ferrari and it's not like Ford was some little upstart company there were this massive freaking company with limitless funds to go after itty bitty Ferrari which is like a little Italian family company so of course they won so who's going to be the villain I. It wasn't the Italians in this. It wasn't like us going, oh, those those damn Ferrari guys. It was more of the story of the like the the corporate infighting. As there's a one group that's really trying to make the car, get the driver that's going to win the race, and then a, a bunch of corporate shills that are just doing the bureaucratic bullshit that prevents anything cool from ever happening. Hmm. Uh, really well acted, really well shot. It was one of those times when there was a studio that took a ton of money and made something cool with it. So you should check it out. Ford versus Ferrari has my seal of approval. Speaking of another great movie that's in theaters now, dude, Knives Out. Seeing it tomorrow. So fucking good. Good. Tomorrow oh, night, man. I had a big stupid grin on my face for the entire two hours. It, cool. It's been so long since I had seen a you know a really good whodunit. And... I was really hoping that this was it because the the cast is insanely great, and oh, it it so lived up to my expectations. It's just a blast. I, I hope that they make they continue to make more films with these characters going forward. Uh, so much fun. Got to see it. Okay, cool. That's good because. People I know who like movies and see movies, for some reason, none of them have seen this movie yet. Huh, but you have, and I trust, yeah, I I trust the, your opinion about I saw about the trailers, those and I was like, oh, I hope that's good. And it was. It oh, was... I saw Parasite. That was <laughs> oh, cool. Did you? Did you... Yeah. yeah. Totally. God, it was good. Wow. Kind of depressing and a bummer. And I loved, though, how you didn't expect where it was going to go. Yeah. And I loved how the the poor people weren't like the noble poor and the rich people weren't the evil rich. It was a great, like, a great bunch of gray area characters. And, yeah, it had some surprises. That's a great way to put it because there's really very... I can't think of anybody in that film that's likable. Maybe the drunk guy that kept pissing in the alley. I don't know. (laughs) When he sobers up, he he could be a cool guy. Maybe. But, yeah, I mean, like, it was... It was just showing sort of what humanity is capable of when when left to only think about self-interest. Hey, you know this the that was just a sound stage. I didn't I thought it was an actual street that they shot it on. Really? Looking out their apartment window. Yeah, they just built that. I had no idea. Huh. That was a good job, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah no, they they like went and found old signs and stuff and hung them up to make it look more authentic. Yeah, excellent. It was just like an itty bitty green screen at the very end. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of people are often tell you that things are good and you don't believe them. And uh, the Mandalorian would be <laughs> not one of them. <laughs> yes. No exception to that rule. Uh, so why exactly do you hate this show so fervently? It Because 
you love it so much and it's truly just marginal. It's like very, very marginal TV that they put in a Star Wars shell, so you jump up and down and clap for it. So I, I have to give it an I extra wasn't level really of even shit. Talking about it that much, I was watching it. You you were assuming that I loved it. I do. And I was right. Wasn't I think I? it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. No. I I enjoy. I love that it's a half hour long. It doesn't overstay its welcome. <laughs> watch watch some kick ass Star Wars action without a lot of extra plot and move on with your day. It's great. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's basically Teletubbies. I, I don't get that. I, I don't get where you're getting that. No, and it's clearly, okay. It's got really nice props. Uh, clearly, the, the cast is always great. It's always got like cool comedians and stuff having cameos in it. Yeah, the, just, no, they, it's fun. I appreciate you, that they paid their actors like instead things. of their writers. It's like no. fun things. You don't like fun things. I don't get it. I, I like you. <laughs> Am I fun? I don't know. I like the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're pretty fun. <laughs> no, it's just, it's like, like shitty, you know, it's, it's like that shitty thing you watched when you were a kid and, you know, by the time you got about the second grade, you started realizing it's actually kind of shitty, like the old Incredible Hulk, you know, boom, 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 boom at the end. It's, it's just, it's all right. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a blast. I've enjoyed every episode so far. I'm I'm so, so glad. weird, so weird. Yeah, you can't point to like the acting being any good or the writing being any good. All it is is just like really good props. <laughs> <laughs> Even the music is shit. No, it's not. What? Yes, is it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weirdest complaints. Yeah, you oh. know, it's funny. Oh I'm watching God, it with credits, my wife credits, and my kid. Credits, yeah, the font, the font they use. The font, the credits, <laughs> and, and the crawl is just the wrong speed. Oh, they my God. From soup to nuts, that show is fucked up. Have you been to their craft services table? The bagels <laughs> are fucking cold. Who does a cold bagel? It's frozen in the like, middle. Like, literally, these are the kinds of complaints you have about this show. I don't believe you it. That you think the music of, a, of a, something you're watching on the screen is that unimportant. The music is important, and they they suck at it. They didn't hire anyone that could make good music, apparently. <laughs> I, Disney, correct me if I'm wrong, Disney's a company that's got a couple of dollars to spend, right? I don't know. Could I they not like hire writers a, or hire like someone to handle the music? Or? You just have a chip on your shoulder, and you decided you were going to be pissed about this before it even came out. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, actually, I, I was very neutral. I was completely neutral. I'm like, oh, let's see what this is all about. And the first couple episodes were okay. And then they did the one that was like the the same plot of every fucking thing you've ever seen in your life since Shane before Shane. And, <laughs> and I'm like, God damn. Really? Really? Uh, I mean, the only thing that they else they could do would be the, the Freaky Friday episode, which is probably coming up. They swap places. <laughs> Wackiness ensues. Each one has a harder life than the other. And, so and like, they have a whole new respect for the other. So Baby Yoda is is then the Mandalorian is in Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> so does so Pete. Not like in a Michael Jackson kind of way. He's like shooting. He's like running around with like guns that are way bigger than him and killing everybody. Possibly. And then or or he just has to deal with the stuff that Baby Yoda does. Like, oh, 
wow, I've got a whole oh, lot going dude. on in my head. I I'm, love I'm growing very so slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I love how easily amused you are. I could give you a Star Wars nightlight, turn it off and on a few times, and you declare it genius. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's listen to it, too. This one yeah, is let's. from uh, Lonesome Lester from his solo album a few years back. This is called Winter in Arkansas. got skins hardly worth the skins is all stems but for the flavor along with beer remembers unto the nose and the tongue August and October for a moment anyway and especially Matamoros in the uh, the egg-shaped sun at dusk turning into a fat ripe orange but this isn't August or even October outside it's all nickels and nitrogen and from here to the hills marbled in mist it's barely warm in this bar and where you'd have to go to smoke it'll well forget a hat just duck it'll put a man in peril or drowning or freezing or both so how about a whiskey instead not actually the concentration and distillation of heart and brain and courage and wiliness and, and speed and like the concentration and distillation of memory. And the more the man drinks, the more he shares and speaks with confidence in the memories of men he has never met. Never wondering how he came upon that memory, bottled message carried on the amber tide. Oh, how they litter the shores. Confident that it is near enough to his own memory, or perhaps a cousin's, near enough to be felt and expounded upon, near enough to confer authority to one just just drunk enough to claim the memory first. And this too will bring us to August, or failing that, at least maybe October, and it will certainly erase the memory of January, and we won't have to go outside for anything. My boots are just starting to dry. Once again, that was 
Lonesome Lester T. Raw with the uh, solo tune. You know, I bet you, though, all of the Pine Box boys are playing with him on that anyway. I bet you're right. That's my guess. Anyway, that was Winter in Arkansas. I hope you enjoyed it. So uh, thank yous once again. Thanks to Lester and the Pine Box boys for uh, letting sharing, letting us share. What are they doing? Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It's amazing what several ounces <laughs> of rum can do. Better have another sip of that. Yeah, that'll help. This is a big mug, man. You're it a big a mug. Grown man. To... <laughs> <laughs> Mandalorian suck. Fuck you. <laughs> well, writing's not important. Acting's not important. Does it got a Yoda? Does it you got a Star Wars thing? Is a driver, uh. man. Whoever picks up Pedro Pascal, that guy can't fucking drive. <laughs> He's terrible. Have you seen him? He's all over the road. You don't need special he effects. Cut me off twice last week. The other thing, the key grip. What an asshole. You know what? I like it if they just put Star Wars on a blank screen and just said Star Wars over and over again. I'd probably masturbate to that. Thank you, Steve. God. (laughs) You're a terrible human being and nobody likes you. (laughs) You're half right. (laughs) Only the good half. All right. So uh, thank you. We would love to thank uh, Lester T. Ron, the Pinebacks Boys. For sharing their music with us this episode and uh, for agreeing to join us next April, April 11th, 2020, at Sif Cinema Uptown for more awesome music along with the uh, Bone Bad audience. It's going to be a great time. Aye. Uh, also, we would like to now take the opportunity to thank our Kickstarter backers for this year's Comedy of Horrors Film Festival. Bone Bad X! X, X, X. <laughs> That sounds exy when you do it that way. It does. All right. Am I uh, pronouncing off, that? We'd like to thank the Creative Fund by Backer Kit. What the fuck is that? I don't even. I know. don't know. It's number one. It's a dollar. Thank you, hey, Creative Fund for Backer Kit. One dollar. And thank you to Sean C. Thomas. Thank you to Eric Morgret and Kimberly Poole. And DZZ. Hey, DZ. And Surrealized. Hey, and thank you, Timo. Thank you to Tiffany Yao and Julie Ray. You set it up so I'd get this one, didn't you? I did. Zoran Gavoyich and Corey J. Stewart. Michael Burroughs and Shannon Flowers. Dragons, Roost, Prest, and Preston Patton. Hey, that worked out well. Diana Flett and Auto Duelist. Anthony and Josh Merrimore. Reverend Josh, thank you. Jessica Brash and Miles Germer. Not to mention Kim and Angela Christensen. And Tony Vacantios and Oscar Ray. Stacy Dean, Alex Sinclair, thank you. Thank you to Lorelai Shannon and Willennium. Damn it, I wanted to thank Lorelai. <laughs> you can still thank her. <laughs> thank you, Lorelai. Thank you to Barbara Nyberg and oh, and I get to thank Clarissa Jacobson. Yeah, she- nice! <laughs> thank you, Clarissa Jacobson. Thank you, lunch lady. Thank you to George Huddleston Kohler and Juanita and Doug Thomas, all longtime Bob. attendees. Bob DeBetta. Well, hey, thanks, Foo. And Matt Folletta. Kelly Lipkowski and Randy Katzen, all the way from Maryland. Thank you, Randy. Wow, that's like the other side of the world. It is. Jess and Josh Bliss. Thank you. Thank you to Ivy Mason and Scott Foster. Greg Burfening and Mitchell Ford. Lawrence Curacina and Dan Mellon. Dan! 
Dan! Horns up, buddy! Woo! Ryan and James Gower. Daniel Hickey and John McGlynn. Guests 3707209014 and Tip to Base. <laughs> that was a weird combo. Thank you, Tip to Base. One time musical guest of the film festival, the year we played Grabbers. Uh, they'll always have a warm spot in our heart. <laughs> they'll always have a wet spot in our heart. <laughs> Callie Robinson and Limo. Melissa Headwall and Paige Popovich. Gregory Smith and Greg Spiritus. A couple of Gregs there. Thank you, Smitty. Huge, huge Mighty Wombat supporter, that Gregory Smith guy. Jim Rowan and... Jim G- Rowan? Jim Rowan, that guy. We know that guy. And GT Printing Equipment with Tony Rulai at the helm. Longtime sponsor. A great yeah. supporter many, many years. From the very start. Bardo Angelo and Rich. Thank you. And John DeTreville. And Christy. Maria Haley and wow, Corey Kukaturk from Stalker Farms. Thank you. Andrew Tam and Tina LaBelle. C. Swayze and Curtis Lowe. Thank you. Bill Ginger and Robin Lindsay. Thanks. Thanks, Robin. Lauren Bachman and Tori McCaig. Death Star and Diod. Deschamps and Jerry Cooch. He put us over the top, Jerry did. I mean, the support of many people got us there, but he's always there when he's needed. He's like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> he's like the Mandalorian. Like the Mandalorian. Except for he doesn't <laughs> Except suck. Except he doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he should get a t-shirt that was, <laughs> reads like like the Mandalorian, but I don't suck. <laughs> we should have that made up for it. We'll, we'll get right on that. Rick Tillman and hey, Kevin Rick. Lawrence. That's awesome. Chris Dawson Ripley and Chris Grierson. William Richard and Harold Cecil. Another Harold la- Cecil. another name from the past. That Thank is you. Super baller. I hope he Harold. can make it. I would love oh, me to too. Uh, tip a glass with that gentleman it's been what far a guy. too long yeah uh nick and Iken owens i can nice. see you man also thank you to will john Gigi, jamie brian and ilona thank you so much for your support so that's it 90 backers a brand new record previous record gord was uh, 80 backers this is more than that. This is definitely more than that, which is just amazing. So thank you so much to all the backers, all the people who support, who put up with our haranguing for 30 straight days uh, and, you know, just all coming together to make this happen. I feel so honored to have the support of a horror community like this. It's really cool. And thank you. We are going to do our best to make this the best fucking time ever. It will be, yeah. I got I got tingles. My tingles have tingles. This is great. Just don't wear the fucking tingles while the Pine Box Boys are playing, okay? I'll try not to wear my tingles. And if I do wear my tingles, I'll mute them. <laughs> Thank you for that. Our usual bullshit. You can reach the show at 425-296-6557 or via email to steve at bonehand.com. Uh, you can find my stuff at mightywombat.com. 
just prior to recording this, I was drawing a cartoon. My wife walked in the room, laughed, turned around, and walked right back out. So I think that's a good sign. Bonehand.com is also the home of the Heavy Half Hour. You can find that every once in a while. You can find me on Twitter as Bonehand. We also have a Bonebat Twitter feed as well as a Facebook group. I see in the show notes it says, follow Mighty Wombat on Twitter. Don't. (laughs) Steve, you dick. We've been cutting and pasting that for like years. You should take it (laughs) off because it's not like you don't have access to the show notes. I don't have access to the show notes. You absolutely do. No, I use a VPN and then a seed box to get the show notes projected on a wall of a barn that I like look at when I Nobody do this. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I am so drunk right now. But you know what really sucks? The Mandalorian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I maybe can't pronounce shit. <laughs> but at least it's not as bad as that crap that they call the Mandalorian. I can't stay. Uh, uh, my lifestyle is just too cray cray banane for this peaceful world of blue shrimp farmers. I'm going to take my tiny puppet here and get on my rocket ship and go somewhere else, which I'll also have to leave because that's what happens. Pew, pew, pew. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. That's an incredible. Oh, oh right. You. Same thing. Thank you for listening. If you like what we do, please spread the word and tell a friend. Uh, one last tune from the Pine Box Boys musical Christmas card from a few years back. This is Merry Christmas. I hope you dig it. Once again, this is Steve. This is Gord. Have a good one. Like the Mandalorian. <laughs> Doesn't. Ever. You know, I'm going to end up watching the Bill Burr episode and loving it. <laughs> this is Steve. This is Gord. Have a good one. I do have a good one. And Merry Christmas! Yeah, Happy Hanukkah! And, uh, a Happy New Year? Have a kick-ass Saturnalia. Just have a good winter time. It's winter. Go do happy winter stuff out there in the winter. Have a happy impeachment. <laughs> have the best damn impeachment you can ever have. <laughs> All right, and scene... cold in this old gray house it's getting ready to roll so if I don't see you Merry Xmas and a new year made a snowman out of dirty snow and then I signed it You know what I'm saying The cops want me to go So if I don't see you Merry Xmas uh, New Year Santa Is coming to town If I see him first I'll shoot him down 
what I got you last year. I borrowed your wallet and bought us some beer. Under the tree And when you smell it You'll know it's from me So if I don't see you Merry Xmas And a new If I don't see you, have a new year. You're like a traveling road hoe. You're like traveling. Hey, I've got a question for chill. you. Okay, if I what? Ask you: Is that jizz in your eyebrow? Is that facial recognition? <laughs> I think it is <laughs> jizz in my eyebrow. That is. Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> Relax. It's not my jizz. <laughs> Thank God. I know. Can you? I guess you could dust for jizz, couldn't you? <laughs>